All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in on this episode of Say Wine, Say It With Wine, now available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. By the way, I just want to thank everyone who's been listening. Like, <laughs> it seems like everyone's listening on SoundCloud, which is amazing. So thank you so much. Uh, all right, cool, 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 cool. This episode, we're going back to the original crew that started this podcast. Well, one Let's of go. the original crew. <laughs> one of the original crew um, that was basically at the first episode of this podcast on a drunk Friday evening in China, just out here, you know, drinking wine and talking rubbish. Um, okay, Rami, thank you so much for being here. You guys, Rami's here. Let's go. I remember when this was just us on the couch in Schwarzman College, just dreaming up like, oh, let's just drink wine and talk about things you know and now it's a huge podcast and I don't this, know time you actually, this time this time you actually remembered you know apple podcast so I'm not <laughs> <laughs> rude rude but i just want to say robbie said a bunch of like we were on the couch i just want to say there were other people there like it wasn't like i mean i wouldn't mind if it was just me or robbie on the couch but like <laughs> it was it's not what you think well it's not what i think <laughs> but yeah i'm yeah. so excited to have robbie because like I feel like Rami and I, obviously, with our program, Getting Hot Shorts, in January, like, we didn't get to build the friendship that could have been. Uh, so, like, it's just so good to, like, reach out and have this episode with you. Uh, what have you been up to? Tell me everything you've been doing. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, similar to you, it's been just a whirlwind of things. Um, but, honestly, right after we had kind of the New, New Year's kind of break, I wanted to go and visit my girlfriend in Spain to really kind of get to know, I think, just her culture, get to know kind of, um, you know, the streets that she roamed as a child to kind of understand her better. So I stayed Wait, there for sorry. about two weeks. I'm, I'm so sorry. I have to interrupt you. What, what do you mean by you went to see the streets she roamed? What kind of romantic shit is that? No, I mean, like, you, no, I mean, you know, for example, when you're young, right, you go and like you're, I don't know, at least in Egypt, like you go around different streets, like you're playing football with friends, like you have different neighborhoods that you know really well that are etched in your memory, right? And I mean, this girl just took us all around Madrid and as though she didn't need a map, like she never opened Google Maps, right? And so for me, like, I think she was showing me parts of her childhood where you get to know that person through their memories and through their experiences. Um, so I think that that was really beautiful. I so I, st I spent... Someone, <laughs> I, I, I want to take someone through the streets of my childhood. That sounds so cute. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we spent um, about two weeks before I thought that I was going to go back to China to have an intensive language program. But that didn't happen. And so uh, it meant that I got two more weeks with her. Um, and afterwards, I came to Jordan uh, and I've been there ever since. Nice, nice. I feel like I'm one of the, like, of all our friends, like, all of our classmates, I had the, like, most sort of boring transition from Schwarzman to pandemic, <laughs> just because I literally came to Nigeria, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna just stay here. <laughs> like, it was that, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, like, I looked around, I was like, ooh, they have a virus, like, people are dying, like, I'm gonna just stay where I yeah. am because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to stress. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let, let's do this right quick. But I mean, but yeah. I think uh, one thing that really came out of this pandemic for me that has been kind of pushing me to think about, I think a lot of just, not just communication, but also relationships very differently, yeah. Um, yeah. has been being away from loved ones, being away from people, you know, who you miss dearly 
And uh, for me, sex. So yeah. um, it's been something. Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> I knew I invited you on this for a reason. Okay, we're doing this. Okay, wait, I need to calm down. Breathe, girl, breathe. You know, I'm going to take a sip of wine now. <laughs> breathe, bitch. <laughs> Rami, yeah, I, 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 I just want to say for everyone who's listening, Rami stays trifling with me because I'm always minding my business. And Rami does this because he knows he's going to get a reaction out of me. This man has a girlfriend. She is the prettiest woman, the most beautiful woman, second only to Michelle and, you know, Serena Williams. No offense. Um, so, like, Rami comes up to me and he's like, hey, let's talk. And next thing I know, it's just like, Rami, please stay out of my way. Like, just don't do this to me. But, 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 we are doing this today. I have time. I have wine. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So I, I mean, do, you, do, you, do you agree? Like, do you think that your communication oh, Rami. with loved ones has changed over this oh. period? I, I would definitely say yes. I would definitely. I think, I think, okay. So let me backtrack, right? Um, I've pretty much, like, this is the longest I've been in Nigeria in a very long time. Like, just stay. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is the longest I've been in one place in a very long For time. For the longest time. Oh. Yeah, like, because, like, every job I've had, you know, it was all, like I've, all my jobs have been like sales, sales jobs that have required traveling and stuff like that. So I've always been traveling and moving around. And before that, you know, I was in boarding school, first in Nigeria, yeah. then boarding school in the UK. So like historically, I've always been moving. And this is the longest I've just sort of sat in one place since like, yeah. I was like 16. Yeah. So I think it's been very interesting in terms of just even the relationship with myself, right? Because I feel like mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. had time to like just sit with myself. And just like appreciate and understand myself. So I think that's the first relationship that I think has significantly improved. Just really taking time out to like appreciate my mental health, my, you know, my entire conversation with myself. Um, I think that that has changed. And I would say my relationship with a lot of loved ones has changed in some cases for much better. um, And I think in some cases for much worse. Right. So, for example, with my sister, Mm -hmm. I think historically, yeah. we, you know, it was a very sort of long distance relationship where, you know, she was doing her thing, where she was doing her thing, yeah. I was doing my thing, where I was doing my thing. Uh, and now we've both sort of, because of the pandemic and everything, we're both forced to sort of, you know, have really nothing going on. Um, and we've had time to yeah. actually build our relationship. And I think we're in a much stronger place. Like our relationship is so much more improved. Um, I'm, I'm like, I'm just like... I think there's there's an increased mutual love and respect now. So I yeah. do appreciate yeah. that. Um, and then I think in some cases as well, I've had to let some friendships go. I think because of the pandemic mm. and everything, right? I was already so anxious yeah. and nervous and stressed. Yeah. And I, I, I realized there were some friendships that were feeding into that and have historically fed into that. So like I've had to let some of those friendships go. But I, I, I would say that the pandemic has been helpful just in terms of like helping me understand yeah. how I speak to people, how I like, I found this lovely mm-hmm. therapist in Nigeria and I've, you know, been sort of talking to her and it's just been such a great time to like refocus and recenter myself. So like, I, yeah. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I, I really do agree with that. Actually the, the relationship to, to the self is one of, I think one of the fundamental things that changed, right? So I love, for example, being outside. I love working in cafes and being stuck between four different walls really put a lot of different fears, a lot of different anxieties, really front and center. And um, I've been lucky enough to have really wonderful friends and uh, the most amazing girlfriend, but also the most honest of people, honestly. Like a lot of people just kept on telling me, Romy, you never really talk about your emotions. Like 
you're always trying to avoid your emotions. Like you just smile when you're shy or like when somebody says something nice to you, you kind of just move away from it. And uh, you try to kind of bullshit your way through it. And I thought that was the most real thing somebody has ever told me. And then I thought to myself, do I actually run away from my emotions? Like, I think that I'm a very emotionally stable person. I think a lot about things. And that gives me a lot of strength in making decisions very confidently. And I felt for a lot of different, you know, moments in this pandemic that maybe I actually do try to run away from my emotions to just be more rational, more logical. And uh, I found that very interesting. Um, and similar to what you had been saying, kind of fi finding the energy to really recenter yourself is something that's incredible. And it's an opportunity during this time to, you know, think over and over about how can you be different coming out of this pandemic and without really pressuring yourself too much, I would say. Yeah, um, I completely agree. I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. And, uh, you know, when, when I think at least my relationship with my parents, I've, similar to what you have been saying, like I've always been moving around. I haven't been with my family in the past five years for a long time, more than one month. And I never really call them that much, to be very honest. Maybe I'm a bad son. I will, I will acknowledge that. But uh, <laughs> during this pandemic, right, my relationship with them changed a little bit because I very intentionally approached it. I told myself they need my support or at least I would like to believe so. So then I put it in my calendar, like every Tuesday, call my parents, every Saturday, call my grandparents. Right. And I found that to really make a huge difference, like whether it's 10 minutes talk or less, but I think very setting that time in, in, in your day and being kind of intentional in your approach to these relationships was really an outcome of the pandemic because you have so much time on your hands. Whether or not you waste it, it doesn't matter really. <laughs> but um, it was something that came out of the pandemic, I think, because of all the time that you had. Um, yeah, I think so I, think I, I want to actually, Yeah, so I actually want to ask you a little bit more of a Ooh, question. That's uh, and this is, <laughs> this, is fishing, this is fishing for tea. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> so, did during this pandemic, did you reach out to any, you know, of your ex-lovers, ex-boyfriends, like seeking out things <laughs> like comfort oh and kind God. of, you know, oh my God. Okay. I don't know. I think that this is something that was on the mind of a lot of people. Like those are relationships <laughs> that exist and persist in your mind right <laughs> wow <laughs> so, yeah, okay 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 i, I, I mean, did hear i did listen to the podcast about you talking with your exes so i'm still oh, fascinated god god okay i mean i'm not gonna like i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> 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 I, I did okay i did uh -huh. um but i'm not gonna lie I, and again i think being able to recenter yourself i i feel like me reaching out well Okay. In, in one case, I reached out. In another case, he reached out. But, but the point is, I, I, I think those conversations didn't worsen the relationship, right? It didn't like, yeah. it wasn't a thing where, oh, now things are even worse than before the pandemic. I think in one mm -hmm. case, 
the relationship has pretty much remained the same. We're friends, whatever. And in another case, I think it's been, we've actually been able to, I want to say give each other closure, but I don't believe in closure. So whatever is the equivalent of closure that I believe in, I, I think okay. I found. Very because, interesting. You don't yeah, because in I, <laughs> I, 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 I think closure is a scam. If you keep looking for it, you're only going to hurt yourself. It's a scam. But that's, that's like, that speaks to more, you know, my mental instability. <laughs> but I just, I just feel like, um, yeah, it was, it was good to talk to this person without like having to like, because again, he's working from home. So it was like, okay, he had quite a bit of time on his hands. And, you know, I was working from home as well. So it was like, okay, we actually had, I think over the course of like three days, had like yeah. really deep conversations. And it felt like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I can see how certain things became how they seem. So, I mean, it was quite helpful. Um, the, the, the interesting thing about the pandemic, right, is like I have friends hit me up and they're like, oh, this, my friend is asking for you, this guy, he wanted to see you, whatever. And the way yeah. Nigeria is right now, people are going out. So like, honestly, if, if you came to Nigeria, you would forget there's a pandemic going on, right? So, you know, oh, yeah. I have- it's the same in Jordan. It's the same in Jordan. <laughs> so I have friends reach out, they're like- People are outside smoking shisha, taking photos of themselves. I'm like, I'm like are kids. we- like what is happening (laughs) i agree i agree so yeah um so like i have friends who reach out to me and they're like um yeah my guy's asking for you he wants to take you out whatever and i'm like um did you not hear about the pandemic like (laughs) like i'm actively turning down dates and shit like who is this (laughs) like i'm turning down free food company and potential for sex like this is who i am now (laughs) this is what covid19 has done to me i am turning down like the pandemic the pandemic has changed us all. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very it's very interesting. I yeah. I'm intrigued. What what have you been up to? I feel but like- how have you um how have you found yourself? How have you? Yeah. Wait, you were saying something? No, I mean I think I think that um no no, no I was just going to ask how have you found yourself to be creative and kind of reinventing the relationships that you have because I think for example I'm currently in a long distance relationship. Hashtag tears, but it's, it's, it's still, and I find a lot of joy in it because you've been able to kind of reinvent what it means to be in a relationship out of necessity, to be honest, but still like, you know, you, you try to eat together, for example, or like you open a call and you just study together. Or for example, with my parents, like I'm, I know that I'm in a perfect mental state to talk to them when I do. And I try to very intentionally ask them about things that they have concerns about during the pandemic, et cetera. So, you know, how have we reimagined these relationships that oftentimes before seemed static or seemed stable and in some sort of routine that now the pandemic has kind of challenged? Um, So how have you creatively kind of? I, I think I think I think for me, honestly, this only, only deep talks. We only we only, <laughs> we only pursue deep talks. <laughs> okay, I think I think I think for me, the podcast has really sort of been a like very helpful, just because like I'm reaching out to people that I think you know. I'm like, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? You know, I'm actively like you know trying to find people to come and speak and share ideas and whatever and i just i just think that that has really helped me that that has been and which is why like i've really committed to this podcast this year because i think it's really forcing me out of my shell because even though like a lot of people think i'm an extrovert i'm actually very introverted because i literally just want to sit in my house eat a pizza and drink wine so like this podcast has really forced me to show up uh which is great yeah um 
I think that's the first thing. And then I started writing again, like, and not like mm -hmm. I've always been writing, but I think now I'm like writing and sharing what I write with people. So sometimes what I do is like, I'll think mm -hmm. of a person, I'll write some random thing about the person and then send it to them. And it's, it's been very interesting to get responses. I think those are two things that I've done that I found very, like, I, I said to a friend of mine, I said, listen, I want to start offering my services to help people write love letters to other people because I feel like I just have so much oh. <laughs> pent up romantic energy. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I need to put that, I need to put that into something because I'm like, okay, let's see, let's see, let's see how that plays out mm. for me. I keep coming up with business ideas on this podcast. I should write this stuff yeah. down. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's yeah. what I've been doing. I think to just be creative in my relationships. And I mean, what's been really good is, um, again, just being with my parents, or, well, hanging out with my dad. Like I've, I've literally spent quite a bit of time with him um, over mm. this pandemic. And it's just, you know, yeah. really sort of re, I mean, my dad and I have always been very close. We've always been like, even when I was in China and he was in God knows where, like, it's always been a very yeah. close relationship. We speak frequently, but I think now just being present it's been very interesting just sort of learning more about him, him learning more about me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's been, it's been yeah. very interesting. I, I think, wait, I just want to, I just want to say something for everybody listening that um, Rami's in a long distance relationship. <laughs> Where else did you get some? <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 where else did you get some? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but you know, I think. Um, Are you not answering that question? Yeah. All right, fine. I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> but yeah. So um, no, I think I think it's the same. You know, for me, I think one of the people that I that are supposed to be the closest to you, right? are your parents and yet similar to what you were saying like you find out all these new things about them that you never assumed and i think that the time and the distance has enabled you to have this perspective that wow like i have two human beings that are very close to me or like related by blood and yet i know nothing of their history or their past and maybe it's because they don't share that much but also there is an element to it of secrecy that perhaps even hurts a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, and I think to a certain extent, I've been asking my mom a lot about different things and my grandparents. And I think what makes it easier is that very strangely, it's less real, right? Like you're, you're not, you know, physically there with them. You, you may have this ability to kind of be a little bit more blunt, a little bit more straightforward because of that distance that you are capable to just ask a question expect a reply because otherwise honestly it's going to be a boring call of how are you what did you eat today i don't give a shit really but like <laughs> i want to get to know you a little bit more right yeah um so i think that the the the, the distance like this this seemingly abstract thing that's between us that people always claim is oh it's going to like take away from your relationship actually forces you to just talk and yeah. i think that that's the gift perhaps almost of this period you yeah. only have to talk to write to draw to do something but to communicate mm -hmm. and you know you're a salesperson so you're 
exceptional uh, or at least selling selling something to people right um, and so I think that you writing more to people is is really beautiful and like expecting them for example to write a lot more uh, sorry to help people like write love letters is incredible and you know when you talk about this podcast one of the kind of projects that always comes to mind although they're um, they're unfortunately very much like US centric is StoryCorps. So it's like stories from um, different people and essentially uh, of all different backgrounds, of all different beliefs. And it's the purpose of it is to kind of preserve and share these stories. And that's it. It's not necessarily TEDx where you're trying to make a point, but it's rather for you to like put your story into concrete details. And the most recent one that I was listening to is about comfort from the kitchen. So a lot of different women kind of talk about their stories and how they gain comfort from the kitchen. But there's also all these different things that really think about, you know, very, very just normal everyday things, but it presents with you a human, you know, value to what you're hearing. So for example, other people talked about thanking their teacher. And so it's, it's, yeah, I think that's the, one of the things that comes out of this pandemic, right? Is time. Yeah, I completely and... agree. I agree with that. I, I think it's 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 that thing of like really taking because I think when people think about relationships, people often think like romantic relationships, you know, that kind of thing. I think the beauty of this pandemic is it has forced people to actually look at all the relationships they have. Like not just like your relationship with like your partner, like your relationship with your parents, your friends, you know, like I was watching this thing on CNN the other day, uh, on CNN the other day, and they were talking about like how people like who are living in like multi-generational households are dealing with this. So for example, mm-hmm. imagine a family where, you know, the grandparents, parents, and the kids all sort of live together in this space and how the yep. lockdown affected them. And it, it's been very interesting to, to see how, oh, like, wow. I think a lot of people are, really appreciating these other relationships so much i think because i I mean i'll give you an example like historically i've never been someone who thought of like my like my relationship with my friends has never really been something that i invested in what i mean by that is like for me my relationship with my friends you know it's like i expect it to be there i don't necessarily see it as something that i'm supposed to work at or on Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so during this period i've realized you know, to actually keep these friendships going because normally my yeah. friends and I, you know, Friday night, let's go out. Hang Friday on. night, let's go out. Exactly. And that's, that's sort of, but now you can't go out. And it's like, okay, but what is your actual friendship? What is the, like, what is, what is going to keep you together as friends? I, I found that very interesting, like just sort of digging into it. And I've been reading like a lot of literature around mm-hmm. like how to build the right friendships, how to deal with like, how to deal with difficulties because another issue so i mean i'll I'll tell you a bit of like something that's happened to me recently was um so one of my closest friends and i actually had a massive falling out and Mm. my historically i'm the kind of person that if i fall out with someone one of two things happens right either i (laughs) (laughs) either i just think oh fuck this i'm done and i never speak to the person again like that's it Mm. or i sort of say no, let's fix it. Let's try. And mm. I think I didn't realize the extent to which I was leaning very heavily on the fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> like, I literally just, I have no strength. I'm, and this pandemic has really forced me to yeah. sit with that, sit with that behavior and like reach out to people and be like, okay, this is what happened. This is, 
you know, this is how I feel. This is how you feel yeah. and all of that. So I, I found that very, yeah. very interesting. Like, so apparently mm-hmm. there was a study that I think it was the BBC. I'm trying to find, I, I'm actually trying to find the study. There was a study they released <laughs> and, they, and, and they found that over the course of the lockdown. So basically from about March to April, when most countries were on lockdown, um, a lot of people develop new and stronger friendships. So either new yeah. friendships or the existing friendships they had got stronger. So like friendships outside of like your family and just like your closest friends, a lot of people actually became stronger, became closer together. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. in a lot of countries, divorce rates and breakup rates actually went up. So mm-hmm. I, I, I find that very interesting. Like, yeah. In a ta- yeah, yeah. like in a time when romantic, re- like, uh, like, <laughs> when you're supposed to be fucking the most let's let's put it very nicely oh, wow. okay you went yeah. there but yeah basically i found that very interesting like <laughs> there's actual data that shows that in a time when platonic yeah. friendships got stronger or got better romantic relationships seem to die and i just i was like huh that is a very interesting like I've been reading so much junk, I don't even mm-hmm. understand it anymore. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a very interesting. I, I just I, I don't know what to do with that fact that I now have. But mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I think something else that the pandemic has done is like I think most of us, right? You see your friend, you hug your friend, you see someone, you know, you shake their hand. Mm-hmm. The pandemic has taken away that mm-hmm. contact. I think for someone like me, like I love a good mm-hmm. hug, right? Like I'm a hugger. Yeah. Like I, I really yeah. do like to be hugged. <laughs> And, you know, the idea that someone could bring their germs into my space yeah. and try to kill me is <laughs> like, yeah. ooh, no. And they also, again, another study in Italy, and they found that the mm. greatest cause of depression after, you know, the lockdown and the deaths reduced was the fact mm-hmm. that people, because, you know, in Italy, yeah. everyone kisses and hugs and stuff like that. A lot of people uh, struggled. Uh, a lot of people struggled with the fact that that form of, like, you know, communication and just contact was gone i i i just i think this pandemic has changed things in a lot of ways and i just i'm eager to see what comes out of it like Mm -hmm. what comes like when there's a vaccine and we can all calm down Mm -hmm. Um, i'm just curious to see how that looks Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean i think i'm kind of ruminating on everything that you said yeah and i i think the 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 aspect that's very interesting is also how a lot of people don't pursue their relationships as also friendships. And I yeah. think that that's very important, right? Like you want to see them in that light. You want to be able to see your relationships as well as in the form of friendships, because if you don't, then is all what you have between you, you know, dependent on everything else other than communication. Exactly. Um, you know, being like, you know, proximity, being able to have hopefully good sex, you know, like I hope good sex for everybody. So (laughs) all these different things are very fundamental to relationships, but we forget about the most, you know, fundamental form, which is just talk, which is just words, which is just speaking your thoughts. Yes, I love this sound of wine. And, so, <laughs> and I think I think it all comes back also to aside from just having you know higher divorce rates or you know whether or not that is that is uh, generalized, but what it comes back to is similar to what you were saying that we need to learn to communicate differently. So, for example, you know the thing with Italians is very similar, for example, to a lot of Mediterranean countries, including Egypt, and 
where a lot of people just, you know, you hug and you kiss, etc. And necessarily, of course, it's a little bit more gendered, these kind of interactions. But that form of love is always shown. It's not just, you know, um, you know, 20 meters between each other or whatever sure. kind of meter, two meters between each other and it's hockey. Um, and so I think that really pushes this, this kind of uh, uh, um, almost need to reimagine relationships, interactions, um, and also to just see everything a little bit different. I think my greatest fear is honestly for everything to come out of this pandemic being the same right yeah and I for agree. people not to have learned anything like that is genuinely my greatest fear and i don't need to talk about you know the higher levels of global governance and you know healthcare. no like fundamentally between two individuals how has this pandemic changed that interaction one and one i'm not talking government to government i'm not trying to like make this you know something very academic but rather yeah. fundamentally in 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 these form of interactions of everyday life how has that changed um and my greatest fear is that it just didn't affect anything and and i hope i'm wrong i i to be honest i'm not like i, I think if someone said to me before everything that started happening in the u.s with like the riots and george floyd if someone said to me before then you know things are going to change i would have been like yeah, yeah sure I, I think I could see, I could, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, I feel like now I'm very pessimistic about everything. I feel yeah. like, I mean, yeah. the fact that people are saying, you know, masks kill. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what fucking mask are you wearing? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I mean, the other day, some Nigerian pastor went online and said 5G is the reason the pandemic exists. And I'm like, what? Mm. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> like, mm. you're a Nigerian pastor. People listen to you. Don't, don't, don't do that. Like, so I think, I think, what is clear is i think in a lot of ways this 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 pandemic has sort of changed yeah. our perception of what is possible and impossible right i mean if you said to so i I'll give you a very 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 simple example like look at all these people who actually have to travel for work who say they're business travelers i mean you haven't traveled your business has continued as normal for the most part so you know yeah. i i think it has really sort of changed the relationship in that way like relationships and business in that way but i my concern is you know we're gonna get a vaccine and everything's gonna go right back to normal like everyone's just gonna go yeah. back to like not caring about other people because again you know coming back i i realize most of my news sources are cnn so you know take that with whatever <laughs> take that with whatever with, what, yeah. with whatever to whatever extent that you believe cnn you know take this yeah. but cnn did a thing where they found that during the pandemic right during the lockdown specifically now there was a massive spike in uh -huh. people doing kind things to each other so for example, yeah. there was an increase in people donating to GoFundMe. There was an increase in people volunteering. You know, there was, mm -hmm. there was a surge in kindness, basically. I think that was how the yeah. lady framed that sentence. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's such a beautiful thing, right? A surge in kindness. Yeah. But you, know, you, you look back on that study and you look back on the data and you find that that surge is gone. Everybody's back mm -hmm. on the streets. Like nothing is happening or happened. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I am grateful for some of the things that came out of the pandemic, just in terms of making people more aware of how they handle their relationships. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, I'm worried about what happens after the pandemic. Like what is, what, 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 you know, how do we 
keep that momentum going basically i think for me that is that is a concern that i have what would you say something that you're potentially concerned about yeah and i mean i i completely agree i think with regard to for example the um the idea right of of kind acts as though it was a rule during the pandemic and now it's again returning to its position as an exception i think that there is a lot to learn from one another and i think that oftentimes we overlook what that could look like in the hurry of life and i think my greatest concern is um this is a little bit more kind of of not necessarily higher level but for people to forget what they've learned during the pandemic i think Mm. that oftentimes when you know um you don't consciously go through and are aware of these experiences that could fundamentally that could change the way you live and the way you act they just pass you by right and i think that that's my greatest concern is let's say i now have a better relationship with my parents yeah but i thought about how it has improved have i reflected on that have i really consciously internalized these changes to make them you know, um, stable to make them something that is, uh, 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 that will be, you know, in my everyday life after the pandemic. Mm. So I think my greatest concern is for people to just have these passing experiences of all oh, kindness is so beautiful, yeah. but then they go back to their consulting job or they go back to their business <laughs> kind of oriented job and they just focus, let's say on reopening the economy or they focus on you know the patient as for example physician um and just going through as many patients as possible rather than being as human as possible in Mm, that position um so i think that's my greatest concern that people just have these passing experiences that could change the way that they view life and they don't internalize them they don't think about them and they become just these you know blips in in their lifetime life yeah i i, I completely agree with that i i, I hope I that makes it, sense yeah yeah <laughs> it does it does um and that's like yeah. wine speaking <laughs> but yeah I, <laughs> I i i completely agree with that i i i think i think for for to, to to just sort of come back on like what i said earlier it's like i think a lot of people have had time over this pandemic to actually like sit down with themselves and reflect on their relationships mm-hmm. with themselves right and I just, I don't want anyone to lose that. I think that is like the greatest privilege that we could. And look, I appreciate the fact that it's a pandemic. People are dying. And, you know, that is, that is, mm. that is not something to ever like look down on or, you know, mm. like that is such a big thing. And I think to, to the extent that people are dying, like those of us who are alive actually owe it to ourselves and to those who have gone to actually try and like yeah. make something of the relationships we have, like the, the, like the relationships that we have as we continue to just move in the world, right? I just feel like there's so much potential mm-hmm. and I just, I'm, I'm here to see people grow. And I say that as someone who, you know, is trying to grow, but is yeah. very petty. So, you know, <laughs> I, I just try to do better with like everything. <laughs> I have so much to tell you that I will tell you away from this call because. I think I, you I, have so much to tell us. <laughs> Who's us? I'm not saying like, I cannot. I, apparently, some of my family members actually listen to this shit. So, <laughs> I, 
I prefer they didn't know um, about oh, all wow. of this. <laughs> they don't know what's coming. They don't know what's coming. They do, they do not. They do not. One of my aunties is like, you know, you should meet a nice boy. I was like, did you not hear there's a pandemic? Nice. <laughs> like, nice. what do you mean? <laughs> Like, where am I supposed to conjure yeah. up a nice boy? Don't stress me. Just, you know, just conjure. Exactly. Just conjure it up, you know. Don't stress me. All right, babe. Do you want to say any last thing, anything at all to the listeners? Because um, this is the Rami listeners. episode. Wow, 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 wow. Um, I think just um, evaluate what has happened to you so far during this pandemic. How have you felt? and try to not run away from it because there's strength in, in looking back. And I think Thanks. surely hindsight is 2020, but we are like rowers in this world. You can't, you don't know what's coming, right? But you sure yeah. know what's, what's in the past and what's, yeah. what's you know. Okay, Rami, get you with the sage advice. Okay. Look okay. at me. Wow, wow. sage, I, I, sage. I, and, and always, always search for good sex. Do not. Okay. Okay, okay. Get off the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Rami gave. I'm sorry, but that's super important. It's super important. For example, in the Netherlands, they told each other (laughs) that they should get a a, a COVID 19 buddy, you know? So if you want to pick a buddy during this time, pick a good buddy. Don't pick a bad buddy. Okay, you know what? (laughs) You are not coming back to this place. You're, you're disqualified. Stop giving my audience such advice. This is a safe space. We and don't drink do that lots in. of wine. Yes, wine. that is good advice. Drink lots of wine. Drink lots. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think I definitely agree on the search for good sex. Like you know, the world like this is the world is ending, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you're not getting good sex. Don't do it. But for those of us who are you know very celibate as far as 2020 yes. goes, um, yes. just you know, for all of 2020, all of 2020, all of 2020, you know, we couldn't, enter, we couldn't have guests enter, you know, oh my God, you went to Spain, you dickhead, <laughs> uh, all right. don't even be lying to me right now, <laughs> what are you talking about, I know things, Rami, actually, I don't know things, yes. but I would like to know things, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, um, all right, go, 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 let me actually end this, because if you leave me with Rami, it gets really weird really quickly, yeah. as Sharosman College can attest to. Um, all right, Rami, thank you so, so much for being on this episode. Um, to everyone who actually listened to this, <laughs> thank you. This, this, this yeah, episode, there was, there was a lot of wine involved. And, you know, Rami was so patient with me because sure. Nigerian internet was trying yeah. to ruin everything. Uh, Rami stayed through so uh, yeah Um, thank you so much for listening everyone Um, catch you on the next episode